Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Center of the Center of the universe Ben's act talk everything and spotless and way to wrestling So this is not your normal center of the universe. No, friends. It's me, good brother Ben, and I'm here with some good brothers. Um, can can good, good brother Zach come to the microphone, please? Oh, yes, good brother Ben. How do we do? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to keep it together. I couldn't do it. <laughs> 15 seconds in. Why did you turn into Slurk from fucking 1991? I try to be Big E, but I, I, I don't have the soul. Oh, it's in you, brother. It's in you. It's in all of us. Oh, don't you dare be sour. Oh. And we have, a, we have another good brother here today. Good brother Jordan, can you come to the microphone, please? I I am right here on the microphone. Can everybody hear me? Uh, I can hear you loud and clear. Amen, Speaking brother. Amen. Amen. And I, I feel like every time I'm on this podcast, which I believe this is my, well, this is my, is this my first episode on this one? Yes, on Center of the Universe, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, because I was on your other one, I think, two times. Yes, that is correct. And um, every every time us three get together, it is literally a shit show from the beginning. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, we were <laughs> off the rails already. <laughs> off the rails. But like we said, and that's what makes us good brothers. Like we said, I mean, can you really get off the rails if you don't ever go near the rails? <laughs> if there is no train, <laughs> the rails are that way. We go that way. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I heard train wheels are um, they're dangerous if you step on them a certain way. I still never know. I don't know. I don't know. That's- so, I mean, I mean, it's this is the are we the, the are we the rails? The, we are Jordan, the, 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 Jordan, are the, the third rail, the most the most dangerous rail. <laughs> but let's put it this way: the only rails I was ever doing in the past. Were, lay, were rails of painkillers. I would never buy any goddamn train tracks. I don't go outside. Oh, we can't go outside. Don't go outside. Don't go outside, kids. So Don't do that. If you are unfamiliar with the Good Brother podcast, then that's what this is. This is an offshoot. This podcast has a podcast, the Good Brother podcast. It's just three good brothers, mostly talking about the world of wrestling. And boy, man, I wish we had something to talk about when it came to wrestling, but it's been so very dull lately. So quiet. <laughs> it is so goddamn topsy turvy right now. Oh like, my God. All right. Can I say one thing before? Because obviously we're going to get into like the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. But I do want to start off by saying AEW and everybody who listens to this that knows me 
is going to call me an AEW mark. They always fucking do. AEW has held this together better than any company. And that's no um, indictment on the indies because they don't have a choice. But AEW has held it together. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I think I, that I they they were able to steer into a problem. They saw the, the forecast and were able to make some creative choices that really dynamically changed their programming. But I think that when all of this kind of gets back to normal, it's something they can pick up and still run with versus, yeah. you know, a lot of stuff going on with WWE. It's like, how are they ever going to recover from any of it? I mean, it just, I mean, if in case you've been under a rock, uh, yesterday, <laughs> WWE let go 30. That's right. 30, Was it 30? Is that the... The, the final tally is, is right around 30 people. And so like ever, you know, it used to be the norm after WrestleMania, you'd get your spring cleaning and you'd, you'd see some people, you know, get bounced from the company and you could always kind of tell like, yeah, this person's not been on TV for a little while. I mean, it's still never fun. Cause I mean, these are still human beings that have jobs and families and such. But when you, the list of people, and I think, the first person and the first person to be named and the first person to make a video, Drake Maverick, Rockstar rock Spud. I, you can't have a soul in your body and not have felt for that man. And the fact that he is clearly visibly shaken, yet he's still putting over the product of the company. Zach, did you see that video? Yeah, oh man. It, God. There's, it broke my heart. Like... That that was what it, like that made me really sad. But like hearing the news of everything going down, like made me really angry. Like the fact that like Vince lobbied for all of his quote unquote independent contractors to be declared essential, so they could still perform and have to go to work and all that, and then to be laid off in this this huge sweep to save money that they're they're hemorrhaging. I mean there's so many more factors. It's not just like, Oh, well it's COVID-19 blame it on that. It's like, no man, you, you took all this money, pumped it in the XFL, didn't pan out the way that you wanted because, because of this as well. And like, dude, that's just fucking evil. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> and then now like my sister reached out to me, she was like, is this a joke? And sent me this article. And I thought it was an onion piece. And it was Trump naming Vince McMahon as well as like a slew of other people to open uh, the U.S. economy back up, like with ideas of what can get us back on track. I'm like, what? And did you hear not only is Vince McMahon part of that, he is heading that. Oh, geez. Wow. Damn, oh, okay. God damn, pal. You see these these marks out here. They got to get back into <laughs> into work. They're all jabroni. Like, I mean, if I can't think of anyone worse in the world. And of course, like, of yeah, the fact that like, so tr Linda, Linda McMahon worked for Trump. You said worked, right? Yeah, worked. Like, okay. Runs his super PAC. The super PAC gets $18 million to Trump. The same day, the governor of Florida declares WWE essential. I love wrestling. Yeah. You guys love wrestling. That, that shit is not essential. Not essential. I, I, no, it's not essential. And I, and this is my personal thoughts. I just, Zach, Zach, you, you like, you started off with it. Um, I'm going to try a very brief diatribe because I don't want to just talk on, I want all of us to talk, but like, um, 
and I'm not the only one who feels this way. I like, I, it's not my own thought. It's just um, the money that WWE is quote end quote saving um, by cutting this talent, by cutting agents, by cutting writers. It says it's going to save them $4 million a month, which has been proven will not, would not affect their profits if they kept all those people employed. So to me, they fired all those people just to make sure their stock price doesn't fucking go down. It had nothing to do with COVID. It had nothing. It only had to do with the fact that like, in, with COVID, all it had to do with the fact is, well, we don't want our stockholders to be upset. So to beef up our stock prices, we're going to let 30 fucking people go? Really? Well, and it was basically, like, and there's a, I'll have to find it, and I'll, I'll put it out on the Center of the Universe Twitter. Um, there's a guy who I think works with either David Bixenspan or Sean Ross Sapp, who does a lot of uh, the numbers of wrestling. And basically, he, he broke it down in that it, it was done because they had the, the forecast of their projection of their revenue at the beginning of the year, and they didn't want to deviate from that. And this keeps right. Right. And we, like, but like, that's how you think about like people like Kurt Angle, people like Zack Ryder, who like is a company man. Like you think the, that Seth Rollins is a company man. Zack Ryder is a company man. Like that guy mm-hmm. loves the WWE. 14 years, 14 years. And it's just like, and they let him go. But I mean, and it's, you know, if this was not going on and there was just some random like 30, it would be bad, but you can think, oh, well, these guys will make a killing on the independence or maybe they'll go to AEW, but maybe, but there's, but like one AEW can't pick them all up and they shouldn't pick them all up. No. And also, no, like, there's, yeah. but there's no other, no one's running right now. Like, yeah. Like, like the good brothers, like they'll go back to new Japan. They'll be fine. Or AEW. Yeah. Either one, they're going to be fine once they get things going again. But, like, no way, Jose. What's, I mean, that seems like a good dude, but, like, yeah. what's he going to do? Sarah Logan. Very like Maverick. It almost feels like if somebody had the pockets right now, it would be a perfect opportunity to do another weird offshoot of wrestling. It's kind All of right. like Wrestling Society X, mm. that kind like of that, thing. Like if that. you brought that back around or, like, Re reinvigorated Lucha, Lucha Underground, or even if you just like took a dive into like, hey, you know what, uh, uh, Shakara, uh, or even um, uh, Kaiju Big Battle, like we're going to do a live taping show. I think people would eat that up, and it would be at a small little foothold, but it could piggyback on so much. Well, I and 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 this is my this is my thoughts on the current like indie scene but like even wwe a like i said i'm not gonna talk much about aew because they are handling it very well and granted they have three four times the money that vince mcmahon does but that they're not cutting anybody and i think in my opinion they're going to in this in this time where all these talents got released i think they're going to pick up maybe five people until things get back to normal. And those five people to me are, um, I guess I'll go from bottom to top, even though they all matter. 
I think that, uh, yeah, I, no, I'm not even going to rank them. The Revival, first and foremost. Because which one of you two doesn't want to see the Revival at first, the Young Bucks? Oh, that's, oh, a, that's, dude, that's I the want main the, event. <laughs> I, I, I want the FTR payoff, finally. After just years and years of that, and then they show up and just, like, beat, you know, Cody to a bloody pulp. That's, you could ride that up for a year. Easily. Easily. I, I wish people could have seen your guys' reactions when I said that because you were both like, please. Oh, yeah. That, um, that's hot. That's hot right there. The other two, uh, well, the, another tag team, because we all know AEW is a tag team division. The Good Brothers um, being Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, I, it, their friends run that fucking company. I do believe they will be picked up. Uh, so that's four out of my five. And there's one left that will be the first signing of AEW. I'm predicting it now. And as we all know, I am a wrestling prophet. I predicted a lot of shit. Rusev will be their first signing. Rusev Mitska. Rusev Mitska. And does he not deserve to be? Oh, no. Like, he does. He, like, he totally does. And I think, like, and also big shout out to Rusev, who a month ago, $20,000 of his own money. 25000 20, $25,000 to WWE employees, the, the backstage people, the people that put that show on, he out of his own pocket, knowing <laughs> that, that like he was probably on the chopping block. Like, what a good dude. And But he's wanted to be on the chopping block, yeah. which I'm so happy for him. Dude, I want to see him wrestle. Like, when he first hit, man, he was, he was poised to be the next big heavyweight guy. And then they just let him wallow in these shit storylines with the whole Lana thing. And oh Lashley. no 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 no, brother! They it goes back further than oh, that. Yeah, the Rusev Day thing he got over by himself, yeah. and they fucked him on that. Yeah, and it's just like, it, but the thing with Rusev is we mostly know him from these like these catchphrases and and with Aiden English, who like Aiden English didn't have shit to do. And it, they, they put him over with that. And it's, you forget that Rusev can actually still wrestle. You know what I mean? Like, and I've, I've, I've seen him wrestle live with the no shoes and, and then afterwards, you know? <laughs> do you know who, like, out of everyone, and like, there are so many people on, in that group of people that I want to see do well. Like, I want to see Myers and Matt Cardona do well. But one of the, the people that I absolutely love out of that, Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett. Oh, that dude. Oh, yeah. Because like and he came out with a video pretty quickly afterwards, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, things suck, but like this company got me back on my feet when I was addicted to drugs. You know, my wife is right now with our our kid. Take him to the doctor. That kid's healthy. My daughter's upstairs yeah. sleeping. That kid's healthy. Life is not bad. Like life is going to be okay. And the thing about him, though, and and I'm not, I am not disparaging the Canalises or. Excuse me uh, for the burp, but the Bennett, the Bennett, I'm not disparaging them at all. They signed a five-year contract and then realized what they got into, and they wanted out of it immediately. Well, also, so they, they finesse they, too. Like they, like definitely, like um, we're gonna sign this five-year contract. Oops, I'm pregnant mm-hmm. again. Like play the game, play the game. I love it. Good yeah. for them. Good for them. But I want Dude, him. I was. I want him to go back to New oh. Japan. I think Mike Bennett could have a run in New Japan. I think he's also someone that, like, 
I could see him having a hell of a feud with, with like, I think a, like, you know, maybe a year down the line, AEW, I think he could have something there. Like him versus Cody. Like, Oh, okay. That could be. Yeah, some, but some just, wait, 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 Zach, you were going to, you were going to say something. And then I would like to add, I mean, with what we're talking about, I think we all have as wrestling fans points to make. So Zach, you were about to say something, please. Uh, I was like I'm say, hosting this fucking thing. <laughs> I was I was watching some shitty horror movie uh, the other day out of my collection, and it happened to have uh, Maria Kanellis as a horror host introducing the movie. Oh, like Elvira? Yeah, Shit. but it's like her. Like she's all made up, and she's like making like the 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 witty one-liner comments kind of thing about it. And fuck, I gotta find which movie that was. But I'm just like. Where the fuck was this Maria Canellis in WWE? Like she could talk, she could work the mic, she like she could say what she wanted to say. She wasn't getting piped into the ear, and I was like, well, bring that around. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. I think we're also forgetting um, we're also forgetting that Marty Skrull now has the book at ROH, and so like I trust them to book talent. Like, can you imagine? Mike Bennett going back and trying to revitalize Matt Taven's career. There's, there's a lot of possibility. All right. So I think I kind of mentioned this. I, well, no, I did. Um, I did, Obviously it's what we talked about like five minutes ago. Um, I've been, obviously we've all been thinking about this for a day or two, however long it's been going on. And um, like I said, I think I, AI or AEW is going to pick up, the ones that they need immediately, they, they would be smart to Rusev being the number one. However, I do think, because we all know that um, AEW uh, TNT already told AEW, Hey, we want a second show. So when things get back to normal, they're going to have to flesh out like a whole other half of a roster. And that whole other half of a roster, aside from the indie guys that they will sign, at least at least ten of the people released could get picked up by AEW and do something um, meaningful, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think that this will be the start of like a AEW version of SmackDown to what AEW is if you consider it raw? <laughs> All right, so or thunder. <laughs> it's funny you ask that. It's all right. <laughs> all right, so I wanted to be thunder or SmackDown from the Rock era. Um, obviously, it's going to be completely different. I know that the Nitro comparisons are always there for Dynamite, which is fine because it it's good for Dynamite to have that Dude, like history. Nitro wasn't bad when no it was great yeah like i mean it for, fell well, off, for it four fell years off <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like i think that that's the thing is it's just like how weird can you make it how wild are you gonna get and well you know it, 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 it's, a, it's a troubling thing because it's it's so unpredictable but that right. would be that would be great you know now that gives you more roster to travel you know, and do more house shows, which AEW has been trying to do. Um, I mean, we just had the, the, the first Cleveland one. Oh, um, no, that's not a house show. That was TV. Like, AEW, yeah. they they're not going to do house shows, I don't think. 
because they want to protect their talent and only want them to work one day a week. But and that's also how you keep contracts out. They, they also, but they, I like the fact that they didn't go too big with the roster too quickly, but you are running into, Agreed. Like, you're running into like, okay, like the, the matchups are not as fresh. Like there are some matchups that are still fresh, but like you're running into, I think like AW has like, they're doing out of the two brands, they're doing the better with the empty arena shows. Like that's, that's agreed hands down. Um, I will say though, um, and we'll talk about it a little bit. NXT has been putting on some good shows. They're not as good as, I think as maybe as entertaining, but like that match between um, Swerve Scott and Tazawa yesterday was really good. And uh, the fact that Timothy Thatcher just debuted, which total like a side note to the side note oh that no that was dope that was if dope. you're timothy thatcher you debut on the day that 30 other people lost their jobs like, all right can uh, i ask you guys a question real quick and I, I i i'll probably get a laugh out of this question or I, I i'll be surprised if you guys don't answer this the correct way 30 people were released yesterday right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who should have been released that wasn't? Vince. And I'm not talking about Lars Fredrickson. Or is that? Oh no, that's the guy from Ranson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lars Sullivan. Goldberg. Goldberg. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about somebody that's on TV once a week. Uh, Jerry Lawler. Thank you. I would say <laughs> or Braun. And, and from now on, we better. Would you say Braun? Just because of the whole like thing, he like that that Twitter rant he had. Like, or some, he apologized for that. I man. know, but like it, like that come that came back to bite him real hard. Like yesterday. Oh yeah. <laughs> like well, there was some, a reason that he. <laughs> there's some people. There's some people in his DMs like, hmm. Or like his good friends EC3 and Drake Maverick. They're like, yeah, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. or the Good Brothers. Yeah, but I think they also use this to clean house a little bit. Like Leo Rush going, I was like, they had. They, I was surprised that he was still with the company at that point. The shining um, stars were still belongs- there. No, they're not anymore. <laughs> were that's the thing is they were still under contract. When's the fucking last time? Like. And like there are people that, a, year, a year there are people Maybe. that like I was look I was not waiting for like I'm surprised that no one from NXT UK got cut or if the entire not division yet. yet I'm surprised that the Dude, I think that whole show's gonna get cut. Well, that's thank a, you, Zach. Well, and, and like I I, I don't like because yeah, like none of them are, are accessible to the only I think the only reason that it's staying around is because Walter is the NXT UK champion. And they're and Pete done, and they're bringing and they have that feud with him and Balor, which is going to be yeah. epic. But like, like the Iconics, they're still they're still there. Like I was worried for them. There was rumors, Those that, poor girl. There was rumors that Hero was going to get cut. Good, good, because well, when things get back to normal, we're going to get all the shit we wanted, and WWE might be obsolete. Aside from the few guys we like, well, like, but like Hero, I think at this point he just wants to be a player coach, and so I think like they might. I wouldn't be surprised if they give him like, okay, you can either be an ingrained talent or because like they they got rid of Serena Deeb, which sucked uh, as a coach. 
They got rid of um, Ace Steel. Lance Storm, dude. Zach, I know you Billy will Kidman. get with me on that one. Yeah. Billy's another one. But but yep. Lance, Lance was the one where I was like, if you're going to keep one coach around, that's the guy you keep. But yeah. they kept Jeff Jarrett. Well, uh, to be fair, Jeff Jarrett, to be fair, and Zach, I will keep to be free. fair. To, well, it's not it's not Jerry. Jer- well, you, to be fair. Uh, to be fair. To keep, to, to, be keep, fair. to keep Jeff Jarrett is a good idea because Jeff Jarrett is actually a brilliant mind in the wrestling business. He gets a bad rap because of TNA, but that a lot of that was not his call. That was Dixie Carter. And I do think uh, they actually talked about it on 83 Weeks today, or not today, what, on Monday. They talked, because you guys both know I'm a Bischoff Mark. Um, he talked about it, and he had a lot of differences with Jeff Jarrett. However, he said Jeff Jarrett is one of the most brilliant minds in wrestling there is. And I do think he has that mind. I do think the slap nuts fucking gimmick was great. Um, <laughs> I can't pick a third thing. I can't pick. A did third you see? Thing. Did, have you guys? Have you guys watched the Edge documentary? Oh my god! You, no, I, no, I don't I have time to on. cry. So, uh, so no, there's a part where Edge goes back to Titan Towers or and he's there and Jeff Jarrett's there and Jeff Jarrett's like playing like, hey, uh, how are you doing? I, I don't know if you know, my name's Jeff Jarrett and I can't remember who it was. This woman's like, you've never met Jeff? He's, you've never met Edge? Like, well, aside from having his first match in the company, nope, never met the guy. <laughs> well, all right. God damn, I don't I don't want to keep reverting back to like WWE letting people go, but I guess that's kind of what we need to talk about in some ways or another. But like, all right, did you guys know that they were planning on building a uh I what's a compound or another another building that was twice the size of Titan Towers? Did you guys hear about that? No, where was this? Um, somewhere. It was yeah. Um and it was deferred. So the reason they're not building it is because they are about to let 40% of their company go. And it's all about saving profit. And like, that makes me the only reason, and I don't subscribe to the WWE network. I use my friend's login. I am open about stealing the WWE network. I pay for porn. I pay for, IWTV. I pay for other shit. I pay for New Japan. So I don't care that I steal from WWE. They're a fucking billion dollar company. Um, the only reason that I still stay logged in is for the is for the library. I don't even care about their new shit. Like, you mean I, you're, you're not tuning into their animated cartoon specials? <laughs> Fair enough. But like, I will say this. The two best WrestleMania matches were the what did they what did they call the Undertaker one Boneyard the Boneyard match. It was <laughs> that, and I hate Biker Taker, but that was arguably like top five Undertaker matches I've ever seen. And the Firefly Funhouse match was absolutely phenomenal. From now on, he should be referred to on this podcast as All Lives Matter Taker. 
Oh, At least God. it's not like Trump life matter. <laughs> oh, like every time I see him talk now, it's like, you, remember when you didn't have social media and you were a mystery? Let's go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Like, like, I like The Undertaker when he does not speak. Like the picture of him and Michelle McCool with a tiger in a pool. Like, man, I didn't need to see that in my life. Uh, I'd, I'd go back to see the Limp Biscuit Undertaker at this point. <laughs> Dude, all right. So somebody made a joke about that and was like, what? it was Chris Clem. Chris Clem was like, why the fuck did they play a Metallica song that nobody knows when he could have rolled up to Roland? Everybody knows we love nostalgia. Does Limp Biscuit suck? Yes. But... How fun would that have been? They could have gotten Fred Durst to show up for like. Let's no, no. Let's not he, do that. He, he, he could have helped set up the ring, sell popcorn, like a, you know, a hot dog and a handshake, like <laughs> the hot dog flavored water and a handshake. Yes. Oh fuck. Oh, that might be the name of the that might be the name of the episode right there. Right on. <laughs> that's, that that's, was a great pull. That's. That's, that was a great pull. Oh, fuck, I'm going to write that down. Yeah, that was good. That was very, I'll forget, very I'll forget it. Don't problem. do that. The club will make me I, forget. I write 16 jokes a day, except I don't write them. They just happen in my head, and I think they're funny. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I forget about them. Sticky but notes. But it's so weird, like, with, like, the music talent tied into the WWE universe and, and like how we've gone from Limp Biscuit to Poppy or Code Orange, even Code Orange was great. Yeah, Code Orange is great, but that's NXT, you know what I mean? Like, that's I'm Poppy, they're they're plugged into like what's going on. Like, you watch the intro of Raw and you're just like, okay, but like, you watch like NXT, like, and you're just like, oh, like. You know what I mean? You yeah, 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 totally. Like, I get excited to watch the product, and that's sure. the, I, I think that's what they have lacked for so long. It's just like, okay, let me tune in and be disappointed again. It's like, I don't have kids, so. Well, all right, so I'll say this about NXT, and then I, I mean, I hope we can keep talking about more wrestling stuff, because I have people I want to talk about. I could give you my quarantine match list I pulled. I have Russell Boyd in front of me. Whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm down to talk about. But I will say this about what's going on right now. I think that the fact that it's obvious that WWE does not care about talent they used on WrestleMania is is astronomically fucked up to me. Yep. Like they yeah, were, I mean, they were in the main event. Like they were technically in the main event of night one. Yes, they were. Yes, they were, and that bums me out because I think those are, that's one of the best tag teams ever. And Zach, you were about to say something too. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say like with this night one, night two. Do you think that if everything, if we wouldn't have had this? pandemic that that would have worked in their favor more and we wouldn't be having these changes or do you think that the spring cleaning was they were able to just go like oh yeah by the way i actually think um i actually think that without the pandemic i think the two nights would have worked against them 
I felt I I think that people would have felt that it was too much. Maybe that's just me saying that, but like I feel I because when they said it was going to be two nights, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then it turned out that they front loaded a bunch of bullshit and then gave you a really good show from like three quarters of the night of night one, like or I'm sorry, one quarter of the night of night one. And then it was like night two was like the shit, man. It was actually really good for uh, uh, for the circumstances. But we got Gronkamania, so I don't know what oh you're complaining about. Why don't you fuck off? Get the fuck out of here. All right. No, 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 no. Now I'm mad. Now I'm mad and you guys are getting me fucking lit up. How the fuck does... I'm going to ask if I can swear here. Why the fuck is a guy like Mojo Rowley and a guy like Gronk still under contract, yet Kurt Hawkins and Zach Ryder got fired? I have the answer for you. Explain that to me. I have the answer for you. It's actually the actual answer. Mojo is from Saudi Arabia, or Saudi Saudi heritage and is a celebrity mm-hmm. there. And Gronk is mainstream appeal. Cause he played football for the Patriots. That's literally Mojo it. is fucking Saudi. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I did not know that. Yeah. So like, that's when, why they kept whenever he's over there. Like he's like, he, they have him front and center because he has his family is for, like he has heritage there. He speaks the language and like, he's their guy. Yeah. And that's well, the thing. Like, I don't know why they never let him lean into that. Like, if he, like, I, I like his positivity. His in-ring style is, you know, it's very textbook. It doesn't really do any super exciting moves or anything that gets me lit up. But I, his energy is contagious. When they tried to rebrand him as a villain, I was kind of into that. But then I was just like, oh, you're going to let him talk. Like, he's one of those guys who don't don't talk. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, he's, like, the thing is, is, like, I didn't, like, the thing is, all right, so I guess we can talk about this because we're all fans of these guys. If it weren't for Zack Ryder, there would be no being the elite. That wouldn't have happened. I agree. uh, Total trendsetter when it came to social media. Total trendsetter. Well, one of my favorite things he ever did was when his buddy was filming him and he was jumping over a fence but couldn't get over it. And his buddy goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm trying to get over. <laughs> I mean, like those, like, I, I'm, the originals were, those are really good. Like, it, and like he got punished almost, for, well, not almost, he got punished for that. I mean, there's that clip. So that, did Rusev. Well, there was that clip of like, they're in MSG and the rock is in the ring and people are chanting, we want Ryder. Like, The Rock is in the ring, and they're saying, we want Ryder. And he acknowledged it, and that probably got him in trouble. That probably honestly got him heat with Vince, that, what do you mean? That's that's Dwayne. You can't take away Dwayne Shine. Dwayne. Like, uh, just. I want to start, do- even though I have a wrestling podcast, I want to start doing this. I want to start doing the Good Brother podcast once a week. Because, like, it's like they want, like, every once in a while on Fatitude Era, they, I do a Hordano's Lament. Like, if something's upsetting me, 
I I get amped up about it, and they have a whole thing for me to do, and I, it's just me bitching. Like for example, it's um, pretty fun to bit- see live. I got a chance to check one out. <laughs> oh, dude, the one you were on, like like I was just imagining Zach in the corner, like. <laughs> The fuck is happening? Which one? Which one was that? Like, what? What was I bitching about that night? Oh God, what was oh. it? I can't remember. I do so many goddamn podcasts. I I don't know. And like, and like, <laughs> um, and like Drew's there just poking the bear. Like, like I just like I, oh, I yeah. assume he has an actual stick that he's just poking you with. Yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Drew. He was great at it. Oh, oh, Drew. Drew was such a good addition to the fatitude era uh like just a great one and the fact that we're starting to have guests now but like i i I do these laments on that show from time to time well i more often than not um i guess but like i only do it when it comes up naturally like sometimes they'll hit me up and be like hey does this piss you off i'm like i know like you guys need to like as we're conversating if you're going to get me amped up, that's when you hit the button that says Hordano's Lament. Because then I'm about to go the fuck off. And, like, I feel like every time we're on this podcast, especially this time specifically, I am so mad at WC that it, I could just bitch for hours. Well, it's just yeah. like, it's, it's so frustrating that you see all these, these men and women that, like, Again, it would be one thing if this was like, you know, the quote unquote normal time where they had like they could show up at like Creative Pro that Hawkins runs with Pat Buck that they could mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, I think like, again, like Hawkins and Ryder, they, they're they doing big things with the Major Brothers podcast. So like they're they'll be OK. They're going to be yeah, fine. But like, it's just it's still like you're this is a global pandemic. People are scared like people that, you know, can't find work that like have these jobs because all these industries are closed. And like the first thing you do is you close, you, you fire these people and these people, hopefully they have health insurance because you weren't providing it to for them. And so it's just, I, I love the term furloughed. Fuck you. You're not hiring anybody back. That's not going to happen. Like I, like I, over the, all right, since, especially like Zach, I've known you longer than I've known Ben, but like, especially Ben, since I've known you, you like what, two ish, three ish years, somewhere around there. Yeah. And like you and me have literally sat there at bars before watched raw. We've done it all. And like watched the decline of WWE, which they've been declining for a long time, which is, stupid because they have a fucking amazing roster and then i'll never forget sitting at a bar with you one time and we saw the first firefly funhouse and you and i are both bray wyatt fans i know zach's a bray wyatt fan like we were finally like you're giving it to us this is what we wanted well, it's like i mean like like, yes the everything that's happening with pandemic is awful but like it did give us the most surreal like David Lynchian moment of WrestleMania Thank history. You, that, like, yeah. Oh, that, I love you, Ben. Ben, I want to kiss you on the lips right now. <laughs> that's the other podcast. Um, <laughs> yes, but no. I mean, like, like it was such a. I don't know. Like I watched that, and I was like, "Did they tie Vince up and throw him in a closet somewhere?" Because there's no way Vince is like, 
yeah, this is good shit. Like, I I disagree. I do think his ego is big enough to be like, oh, John Moxley said this about me. I'll throw it in his face. Well, guess what, motherfucker? It worked in everybody's favor except mm-hmm. yours. Yeah, but I mean, like, like that was was good. Like I I, I, I I applaud the guys in the uh, three-way ladder match. Like I was like wondering like are they gonna just go through the motions because no one's in the no one's in the audience? They did not. Like it's Well that the thing is is you've got in that match and I, I I would love to get away from WWE. Again, I don't host this podcast, so it doesn't matter to me. But, like, that match was very, very weird, which is okay um, to have a tag match with three guys all representing a, a tag team. But, like, when you had – it was the New Day, the Usos, and who was the other – who was it? Morrison. So, like, you have, like, mega talent putting on a good triple threat ladder match, and apparently it was for two belts. <laughs> I will yeah. say so to get. I mean, to get away from from WWE and talk about AEW, um, Tony Khan or the Indies. We could talk about yeah. the Indies as well. Well, I mean, we definitely will. I, I will say this: that Tony Khan has been hyping up the empty arena match, which is like Tony. They're all empty arena matches um, between Moxley and Hager, and like last night's show, they had like Ariel Hawani on talking about it, and Mike Goldberg, and they really pumped it up. Wait, Ben, can I stop you there? Yes. They had a bunch of people that I don't give a shit about. Well, that's true. I mean, it's now right. you now you can continue. But they, also, but they also had Ron Funches, and Ron Funches is adorable. And well, all right. No, he that's that's one that I like. <laughs> my, my, my wife like doesn't like watch wrestling, but the clip of Ron Funches talking about liking wrestling from the meltdown where he's like, you know, wrestling's the best. And like just, uh, it, she loves that clip, but that match was not good. Like, and like Adam Wilborn from the, what culture podcast, which what culture you, people have their opinions on them, but uh, I, I, <laughs> gee, I, I, it's an audio podcast, sir. But I think, uh, Ordano is saying fuck wall culture, which, you know, for the most part, I'm a cultaholic and I'm a wrestle talk guy. I, that doesn't. Aside from Simon, aside from Simon, Support Russell talk. Sorry, um, please, but please continue. I think, in my opinion, humble opinion, I agree with Mr. Wilborn that the Gargano Champa match was better than the Moxley Hager match. Which Gargano? The Gargano, uh, the empty arena. Which one, motherfucker? The, There's been like a billion of them. The latest one, the empty arena match between Gargano and Champa. Versus. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, okay. I think was better than the Hager Moxley match. Well, yeah, I can't disagree with that. And Zach, I want your thoughts. Uh, but it, like, dude, Jake Hager, sure, he is a badass motherfucker. There's no question about that. But like, fuck that guy. And of course, Moxley was gonna win. I actually, what I thought was gonna happen was I thought that because Jericho was the champion before, I thought that he was going to accidentally cost Jake Hager the match. But I'm actually happy happy that Moxley went over clean. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think to 
to revisit a couple points you guys made, I think one of the things WWE is missing that it hasn't been around for a long time is not just their in-ring talent, but their out-of-ring talent. Like, we just lost, you know, Finkel. You know what I mean? And, you know, you Mike don't really... Kyoda. Mike fucking Kyoda. Yeah. Like, you don't have these personalities that are allowed to shine backstage or in-ring with a mic like you used to. They were, they used to be integral parts in pushing a story forward. You know what I mean? Like Mean Gene, like all those promos of Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, and things like that. It, it was Mean Gene that was the glue that held those things together. And I don't know why you don't do that anymore. And the fact that you don't push the other products you have going on of like, hey, let's make a movie out of this feud or whatever it is, because we have this talent in WWE to do such a thing. Um, and, and it's just, it's really sad to see so much money left on the table when that's all they seem to care about. And like, you know, funches and things like that, like put people on commentary that give a shit about the product, that watch the product, that can remember last names and finishers and all that other good shit. Like, all right, for, all right, Zach, for example, why isn't Sam Roberts on commentary? Some people yes. love him, some people hate him. Why is he not on commentary? Yep. I, I love Sam Roberts. I think that he's smart. I think that out of, you know, his opinions sometimes, you know, his predictions fall a little flat here and there, but he's always optimistic. He's a WWE guy, and I understand that, but he's very good. But also, if we were all, if we, we think back to night one of WrestleMania, the pre show, we were treated to Corey Graves and Peter Rosenberg. Okay. I do. Right. I can't so, hang myself right. with this cable, right. but so I wish you guys I could. don't like it. You guys don't. You guys don't like Corey Graves. Corey Graves in small doses. Like I, I think Corey tries too hard sometimes, and I think when anyone tries a little too hard on things, like I think when Corey is natural, I think he does have a lot of talent. I don't, I think. He just sometimes he try he tries to do the heel shtick. He tries to be Jerry Lawler from the nineties, yeah. and it doesn't work mm-hmm. because Jerry Lawler can't be Jerry yeah. Lawler from the nineties anymore. And like even Jerry Lawler in the nineties wasn't as good as people remember Jerry Lawler from the nineties. No, Corey, he no he was. Sorry, Corey, go ahead. I'm Corey Graves is Axe body spray. You just need a little bit. Ah! Fuck but you! He is the whole goddamn can all the time. He's that he's that frat he's that frat boy taking a shower and be like, I haven't showered in three days. Fuck it. Corey Graves, Corey Graves, and I like the guy. So, I'm, but I'm gonna say this: Corey Graves is the hot topic of commentary, and Ooh. I don't mean I don't mean hot topic like as a hashtag i mean hot topic as the door <laughs> that's Corey great i don't know who said it but, someone but i said, like him someone said it on twitter last night that and i love lance archer i absolutely love him and i'm so glad he's on aw but someone said that like court like whoever tattooed lance archer thinks that god smack is death metal <laughs> I want to find that tweet and give that person a sandwich. He's like, you win. You fucking win. I love it. Like, right, I wish so I wrote like, that joke. I, do, you, do you want some honesty from Al Hordano? You've been lying this whole time? Yeah, you've been holding back? Well, for, dude, I've been lying my 
Well, no, not even lying. Lie, I, I hold things back. It doesn't mean I'm lying. I really like the... <laughs> you like Godsmack, don't you? I really like the, I like the first Godsmack record. <laughs> Keep in mind I'm 32 and think about when that record came out. <laughs> Yeah, but Ben, 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 I could sit here, in my opinions, and dog a lot of shit you like. Hey guys, is this where we queue up the Puddle of Mud Nirvana cover? (laughs) I I feel like we could make a cover. I feel like we could make a cover of... Puddle of mud. She fucking hates me, but using it as a Vince McMahon video, he fucking hates me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vince! Puddle of mud slaps though. I'm not. Gonna, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody edit that and make that into anything. God damn it! That was a clean audio drop too. Fuck. <laughs> if I was famous, first T-shirt. If I was famous, I would be worried, but no one knows who the fuck I am, so it's okay. Hey, me either, dude. Nobody gives a fuck about me. Uh, I'm TikTok famous. Zach's the most famous person here. Dude, that's a problem then. <laughs> that's why I hitch my wagon to your that's why I hitch my wagon to your star, sir. Oh, jeez, Louise. I'm a star fucker. No, don't worry, because like we're all about to create well, we are three points of a five-point star. We just gotta find those other two people. <laughs> this is this is the 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 sequel to the craft, that kind of thing. So we're we're nearing the hour mark, and so, and I think this will probably lead down to more tangents. But you know, if people are listening to this right right now, uh, no one got nothing but time. And so I want to go around the the circle here, even though it's three people, so it's not a circle. But I'm I'm bad. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yes. We've been going an hour. It's been like 15 minutes, not even. Yeah, I'm not done. Damn, son, where'd you find this? No, dude, I I will do another hour with you guys well, right I'm just, now. And I'm saying, like, I mean, like this might be a two parter, but like I want to be able to like, like you know cut it so because I'm bad at editing. This, this is where it, but, like, Ben's like this is where it ends. But to I go, need a white claw refill, actually, or P. Um, but to end episode one of two, um, let's go around and let's say that you you know let's g- give the people. One like if you had to you know go around and watch a match, says people have nothing but time Ooh. talking about a match and like dig down a little bit deeper. I mean, obviously, like you haven't seen the classics, but if there is a a sleeper hit out there that people All should right. see, can't I'm not, I don't want to go first because I, I I I let me say this. Um, recently on the Fatitude Era, we've recorded six hours of content that has not come out yet. Jesus. Uh, I know, right? Like, that's how much... Well, we all have that kind of time on our hands. Jesus Christ. Yeah, true. So, that was that was one day. He was just like, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> there was no one else there. It's just, hey, it's hey. just Herdano. <laughs> it's his lament. It's a six-hour lament. The other guys were there. They just didn't talk. <laughs> Fuck both of you. That was the funniest joke on this podcast. 
but fuck both of you. Um, I do have a 10, I, and I did this on the Fatitude Era. I have a 10-list match, or it's actually 11, because I was too fucked up to realize that it wasn't 10. <laughs> um, I have a 10-list ma- a quarantine ma- uh, thing of what you should watch. Um, I don't want to go first. I'd like to go over my list real quick to pick out the one. And then if we could start part two of this, cause I'm not done. We haven't even scratched the surface. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll go first actually. So, uh, I will say that my, my first match or the match I would go, I would go with, it is from a company that I really enjoy over the top wrestling OTT in, uh, Ireland. Um, if you actually, oh, wow. if you go to powerslam.net uh, and you use the, co- the code center stage, you get your first month free. Um, oh, no shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the podcast, I'm going to stop. I'll say other podcast, my other, other podcast, uh, Ben watches wrestling, which, uh, will eventually come back. Um, then there's a match that came out. It was at the end of last year. It was uh, October of 2019. David Starr versus Jordan Devlin for the OTT championship. Okay. It is a really, really good match. OTT is in my mind, like WWE will never be touched when it comes to video production, when it, for their hype videos, cause they're just, they're, Oh yeah, no, they're, they're just, no. But I will say that OTT is at the moment, uh, in my mind, a strong candidate for, for second because they cannot, they put together like I will show I will show you I'll tweet it out. So there has been a feud going on for years between Walter and David Starr. And there oh, is, oh, that's, yeah, there yeah, is yeah. this video where like you're like David Starr is talking and like Walter's music is is the symphony um and he just talks the way he talks about it. And like you know like hearing the mat it's just such an amazing video and like he's in a church and you see this this casket and you you know it's david star in there and it is david and he's talking about when i beat walter the most beautiful sound will be the silence when i finally do it and the hype video for this match with him and jordan like shutting the coffin oh that's brilliant but like the match itself is amazing and it's just ott like it, it it's there was a match that if you had to do a part two would be Jordan Devlin versus Walter. It takes place over St. Patrick's Day weekend in Dublin, Ireland. And the Irish fans, it wasn't just because they were drunk, because they were all all were by law. Oh no, the Irish fans rule. But they're they were like the passion they had and this like at the three count, it gave me it still gives me chills because it was Fuck yeah. like like our guy, like our guy, Jordan Devlin, this kid who grew up, you know, we watched him grow up. And that was the moment when I think a lot of people stopped seeing him as Finn Balor light or Finn Balor jr. To like, he is his own man. And that's when I started saying he is in the argument for the best wrestlers in the world because he puts on. Oh yeah. Jordan Devlin's great. Is is absolutely amazing. And I cannot wait for him to come back and like whoever wins this interim championship uh, contest and, and NXT, whoever does that, they're going to have to wrestle Jordan Devlin at some point. Yummy, 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 yummy. All right. So let me make two very, very quick points before Zach picks this thing. I do think that uh, like, honestly, I think Zach, you'll actually probably agree with me, Ben. I maybe, I don't know. I don't know how much you love NXT. UK 
I do yeah. think NXT UK is going to fold. Yeah, probably. And I think I think that is very good for European wrestling. I would be sad for the fact that Jim Smallman just left um, Progress as a, to be part of NXT UK full time. And I would, I mean, maybe he might go back, but like part of me would be sad, but also part of me would be a lot of those men and women could go back to the UK scene, but like, they're not doing anything. The the reason I say that is uh, NXT UK is fucking phenomenal. Like, let me, I won't make any bones about that. It's it's great. Um, When I got to see Trent, Seven versus fucking um, who's his tag team partner? Help me out, uh, Tyler Bate. When I got to see that match, was that the last takeover or the one before it? The one before it, right? Yeah, I think so. That was because um, those are my two favorite uh, UK guys. Um, Walter's my favorite European guy. Um, I do think that if WWE does fold NXT UK, it's going to be good. Once things get back to normal, it's going to be good for European wrestling. I don't think WWE having a presence there is necessarily a good thing, um, aside from people getting paid, but they were getting paid before that. The other thing I was going to say is that there are guys there that are international superstars that will, if they stay with NXT UK, and I'm not trying to talk shit on NXT or anything they do, but they, they'll they be bigger superstars if they stay in the indies once that comes back. I don't know if that makes sense to a lot of people and it makes sense to me. I think with NXT UK, like if it's going to fold and go away, the one thing I do like about it besides the talent roster that they have is the fact that it kind of united a lot of talent that I didn't know about. Sure. I think, I think that if there was a stronger European federation, if there was some Russian billionaire that just got fucking bored and wanted to be a new Tony Khan, kind of thing i'm all for that like give me I, give me AEW with weird me. accents you know what i mean like <laughs> I mean, fair like, enough like if you have like honestly like i don't know how familiar you guys are with with progress back like progress before wwe like um uh jimmy Hattick, you're the progress guy ben jimmy you, Hattick, you are the progress jimmy yeah. versus will osprey like you, like Zach as a horror fan, I think you would love that because Jimmy Havoc yeah. like is like, Oh, good. Jimmy. That Havoc. is two. That is two completely different styles. That is technical high flying, uh, spot monkey shit, which by the way, let me say before I go on that, uh, Will Osprey's looking real jacked these days. <laughs> Um, you mean the self-described sex pig? Is that what he calls himself? <laughs> yes, he calls himself great. a sex pig. Uh, good for him, because he's banging B. Priestley. And I don't like her as a wrestler, but she's hot as fuck. Um, that being said, and then, and then you have Jimmy 
fucking havoc. Mm-hmm. Who's like, I'm going to staple something, smoke a cigarette, burn it out on your head, kick you in the balls, and then maybe shove my fist up your ass. That's a match I want to see. I will send you guys some videos on it. It's like those two had a series of matches that were just at like at one point, Jimmy Havoc, like his things for a while was he brought an ax to the ring. And at one point he made Will Ospreay bite the bottom rope and like, I'm going to cut your head off. And you're thinking like, That's this guy great. might cut his head off. Like, like he might do it. Like it's, <laughs> this might happen. Like, this might be right. Nice. Like, can, we, can we have scary wrestling again, please? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, we have Doctor Luther. We have Doctor Luther. Wait, 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 Zach, Zach, can we have Jimmy Snuka murdering? <laughs> <laughs> Just go off the rails. <laughs> can we have murder and wrestling one more time? There you go. The Chris Benoit casket match. Hey. Ben, that's the end of that's the end of episode one, right there. That's the end of episode one. Okay, uh, folks, uh, tune in next week when we um we we might be here, we might not be here. Um, but no, honestly, um, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna pause this and we're gonna do an episode two. Um, I'm gonna give you a twofer this week. We're gonna give you two pieces of goodness because again, you aren't doing fucking anything. So you're sitting in your house and turn off the Pornhub Premium that's free right now because that's right. Oh, by the way, I signed up for that shit. It's free and it's an HD because that's what I need. Um, it looks good, man. That, Dude, that Pornhub, I love I love me some Pornhub. <laughs> that butthole's in 4K. Woo! Um, I don't have a 4K TV. End that episode. End that episode. That's it. Right. That's the one. It's the center of the universe. It's the center of the universe. the center of the universe. It's the center of the